0: What is happening, people? And welcome to this week's episode of the Storytime with Mo podcast. Today, we have Bob Van Bull live from the Netherlands who is going to speak to us about business and uh, a plethora of other things. Super, super cool chat. I've wanted to get him on for a while now. I know that you guys have wanted to hear from him as well because he is a mentor of Iman Gadzi. A lot of you guys follow him. And uh, if you're not following Bob on Instagram, make sure you get involved and follow his stuff because there is some crucial, some really, really valuable information he shares regarding business. He has been, in the business world for over 20 plus years, is a true entrepreneur, owns multiple six figure businesses and uh, is just a all round cool guy who coaches other people, entrepreneurs and actually gets them growing their businesses and gets them doing more and making more money. So get locked in for the next 40 minutes as we chat to Bob, someone that I've wanted to get on here for a while and uh, loads and loads of value, loads and loads of knowledge bombs are dropped. Get locked in and
1: enjoy. Who are you? you? What do you do? And tell me a bit about yourself. Hi, man. Um, I am Bob, Bob van Buel. I am from the Netherlands. And basically, I've been an entrepreneur ever since I can, well, almost since I can remember, but really since I was about 14 years old. Um, I am 35 years old now. So for the past 21 years, I've been trying to run businesses. Um, and for the past, let's say, eight, nine years, I've actually been running businesses. Okay. Um, and I'm saying the difference because when I started, when I was about 14 years old, um, I was just making websites with a friend of mine. And keep in mind, like 20 years ago, making a website isn't go on, you know, Wix or go on any of those platforms, actually open your notepad and start typing HTML code, which we were sort of learning back then. Um, And we thought, you know, hey, we'll build a great business out of this. So we found this local butcher shop at the corner of the street. um, And, you know, we didn't register as a business. So it was just cash payment. And then we thought we were like super smart you know, we'll, we want to make some extra money. So what we'll do is we'll add sales tax. We'll add VAT. So we just told the guy, it's not a thousand euros. It's going to be 1200 euros because we're at VAT. Cause we thought, Hey, then we make more profit. So that's basically how we had no simple, like no clue about what business is about. And that guy just started laughing and explained to us like, Hey, if you are going to charge VAT, it's fine. But then it's business expense. And then, um, that's why that's how I started off like having absolutely no clue what the hell I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, the that business for like three years, then I moved to Spain um, because, well, I basically just wanted to leave Holland. Wait, like was everything. was was this, when you first started doing the websites, is this all on like dial-up as well, the internet? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> God. And I remember those websites were like, everything was flashing and moving and we wanted it to be like, as annoying as humanly possible. Like, gift yeah, giving. Um, yeah, man. So moved to Spain when I was 70 years old, stopped the business, Went to Spain to party for for about a year because um, I finished high school, didn't want to go to uni. Then I came back to Holland, started uni, dropped out after two months, started a business, started uni again, dropped out after three months. Um, and that kept happening for a few years until I finally decided hey, I really want to be an entrepreneur. I have to be serious. Um, and I'm, I'm sure we'll get into how and what I've learned in that time later on. But then started the business, which I grew. Um, and that's when when I feel like that's when I really became a serious entrepreneur and um sort of knew what I was doing Mm -hmm. let's let's put it that way um and I think maybe also interesting for your audience one of the things that we kind of have in common as long as I can remember I've been doing sports five six times a week ever since I was probably like five or six years old um wanted to be a professional football player like probably every boy yeah didn't make it what did you realize that it was incredibly hard or just didn't oh yeah well just wasn't good enough yeah fair enough yeah but um so then transitioned into the gym more uh still play some football with friends but yeah yeah so i was a wait wait what age did we just get to okay yeah that wasn't okay so i played football till i was well i mean at a at a you know when do you realize you're not going to become professional probably when you're like 14, 15 fifteen—you really realize, like, okay, I really, really am not good enough. Um, I still hmm. kept playing football, when I was like twenty-four. It was more going to the gym and play football with friends. Okay, cool, man. Um, I was, what was I asked about? So you said you went to Spain. You moved to Spain to yeah.
0: party for a year, and then you started yeah. to actually make. Was that after you started to make proper proper businesses or be a
1: proper entrepreneur? Oh, that was before. So the the thing was, we were having some clients at our web design agency. Yeah, but I just just things weren't too great at the moment for me here in Holland. Um, and I really decided like, okay, I just, I need a fresh place and new start. So I'll just go to Spain, um, taught my sort of business partner, if you can call it that way, like, Hey, business is yours. Enjoy. Um, I'm just going to leave since we didn't really have an affordable business. Anyway, it was fine. Um, so that was when I was 17. When I came back, I was 18 going on 19. That's when I still fooled around with, businesses for like three four years before really getting serious and Um, then what
0: did you have you always stayed in websites or have you diverged to other things like how how do you know that you why websites how did that all start like a lot of people a lot of the time like I get a lot of interaction from my audience and they have no idea no idea what they should be doing you know it's
1: like you're a young guy and you have no clue what to do in the world Oh yeah, hundred um, percent. I think why I started was just because I knew something about coding and a friend of mine knew something about coding and it was something new at the time. So we just started, um, but I stopped learning how to code myself really, really fast mm-hmm. because I, I realized that I enjoy sort of starting and growing a business, helping people um, doing more of the structure and the outreach part and the, the management rather than actually doing the programming. So I stayed with, with well software development most of, with most of my businesses um, without really being able to write a proper line of code these days. So, and I think it's interesting what you were saying because a lot of people struggle with, hey, I really wanna be an entrepreneur. I wanna be a business owner, wanna build something, but I don't really know what to do. Mm. And I think a lot of people just think, where can I make the most money? And that's what I'll do. But I have realized through doing that myself, that that's not really the way that you want to go about it. I think you just want to see, you know, what is something that I actually enjoy doing and what do I see myself do for, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, depending on your age. Okay. And, you know, cause there's nothing better than making good money off of doing something that you really enjoy rather than hating your life and hating your business, but you're making good money. Um, and I think that all comes down to. I mean, you read books. I'm sure you read Start with Why.
0: No, I haven't. I'd
1: write that down. I haven't, I haven't yeah, read, yeah, it, no. read it. You have to read Start with Why. Um, basically, what he really says is: if you think about the really, really successful people and businesses in this world, you know, they don't think how can I make money, but they think what do I really want to do, and why do I really want to do this? Mm-hmm. So if you think about Elon Musk. He wants to colonize Mars, right? That's basically his why is the human, like earth is basically fucked up. We have to go to a different planet to survive as species, as humans. Yeah. Um, that's his why. And then, you know, what can I do to do that? Or how can you do that? Well, I need spaceships. I need AI. I need internet. So what is he doing? He's building SpaceX. He's building Tesla for the self, driving uh, things. He's building solar cities. So he knows he will have energy in Mars, um, And now he's making a shit ton of money because of it. So making Mm -hmm. the money is the result of really knowing why he wants to do something. Um, And another great example, I think, is Apple. Um, They didn't really start because they thought, hey, I want to make a shit ton of money. If you think um, what the mission is of Apple is they want to disrupt the the system by making beautiful machines and phones and whatever it is, um, which look beautiful and are super user friendly. Mm -hmm. That's really their thing. And they really want to break the status quo. I think that's the wording they use. Um, and by doing that, they've built one of the biggest businesses in the world, but they still stick to everything has to work seamlessly together. It has to look beautiful. It has to be different from what other people do. Um, and again, it is, you know, the result of their why. And I think on a personal level, um, what I've learned these days, I've spent the last four or five years doing a lot of coaching, a lot of helping, you know, other people, mostly guys, young entrepreneurs. I'm um, like, how can you scale your business? How can you start your business? And that wasn't really to make money. I had a good, you know, I have a good software business, which is making all the money I need for now. But I really enjoy helping others. And yeah. then I, I started by just having Instagram and doing free tips. You know, I'll just, you know, give as much free value as possible. Um, and then I got people ask me, hey, can you actually coach me? So then that turned to so my why was it I want to help people. And then um the what is I can I can sort of you know or how can I do this by providing free value and then later is what can I actually do to make money out of this I can have coaching mentorships you could make a course which isn't my thing um and then you start making money doing the thing you really love so yeah I think that is long term what you really want to be doing smashed it (laughs) though that's great answer why um, yeah cheers that why was um why, why aren't courses your thing um I know that making courses, you can make a shit ton of money. Yeah. But I really enjoy, even like conversations like this, I really, really enjoy the one-on-one conversations. calls, and really, people. Yeah, and really seeing the change in people. And if it's a course, it's just, you know, you might watch me for 20, 30 hours, but I don't see how that affects you. And I don't, it's not really tailor-made for you. And don't get me wrong, some courses are incredible. You know, they're worth every single penny, euro, dollar, whatever. Um, but it's just not really my thing okay all right that's cool um even though two of my past students make a shit ton of money selling courses like much more money than i'll ever make in my life yeah who, but, which uh, one, who, who are those can you say yeah so one of my first students
0: was Eman. yeah because um, that's that's before you before you uh go that's how that's how i know you i know you from e because yeah. obviously i met Iman when Iman was when he was uh oh, when he was doing videography work actually um when he was yeah. like still in school probably like 15 i think when he first met yeah. And then it's pretty cool to watch him grow, man. Because now he's absolutely smashing it. But I remember him living at his mum's house. I think I paid for his lunch a few times. We didn't have any money <laughs> to pay for his lunch, and he's doing videography work, and then he's doing Pete like personal training for people at the same time as well. But I don't think yeah. he had like r- any real idea what he was doing either. So and yeah. then I saw, and then obviously I, I came into contact with you from his social medias, and was like, oh, this yep. guy, this guy knows. Uh, seems to know a lot about business. He's like an interesting person. Because like you were saying earlier, bro. Um, you're talking about how people go into business wanting to make money i'm kind of like the opposite side of the spectrum so yep. i everything i've done and i've started with i've just done because i've enjoyed it and because i've loved it and whilst that's great fun it comes to a point where it's like okay fuck i need to start making money now because like i'm just i'm like oh yeah i'll do this for free like have this have it. like i just get like ask, have, I, I never used to have any kind of a uh, necessity to make any kind of income i just did not care in the slightest about yep. money but um mm-hmm. but yeah i was like, hmm, maybe I need to start getting a bit more of a financial business head on me, which is when I, I think it's about time I followed you. So,
1: yeah, yeah, well, yeah, that's funny because it's good that you started by doing what you love, but then of course, you have to transition at some point into, you know, if I want to keep doing the thing that I love, I kind of have to make some money because, mm. you know, otherwise you're going to end up flipping burgers or something, which probably isn't what you want to be doing. So, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, you have to be doing right. something. Um, but yeah, so, so Iman was the first. A kid I kinda I kinda helped. Um, I'd say I mentored him for about a year and a half, two years, really in the beginning stages when he was starting his agency. We actually started the agency together, but I got out um, because the kid's brilliant, you know him. At some point he was teaching me more than I was teaching him, even though he was like 18, 19 years old. So it wasn't really like he needed my help in the business anymore. Wait, wait, give us, give us a, um, for the, for
0: the listeners that do not know e give us a little, a, a short breakdown of e <laughs> Okay. <laughs>
1: he's, so he's right now he's 20 years old. He is probably the most driven guy I know. Like he knows, he really knows why he wanted to do this. Right. So as you said, he didn't really have money. He really wanted to take care of his mother. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't in the best place financially. Uh, So that's one of the things. And he hates the education system and he felt like I want to reform the education system. And everything he's been doing ever since he's probably 13, 14, reading a book a week, meditating every single day, really surrounding himself with the best people he can to make the goal. Um, That's crazy. So now he's 20 years old. He's built four schools in Nepal for kids. Um, He's, I don't even know how much money he's making these days, but millions. Yeah. you know, so, and, and it's all super, super driven, super systemized and always learning and learning and learning and reading. And yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, and there were a lot of things. And sure, you know, I could help him with, hey, I've been through certain things and I can help you there. Even still these days, you know, sometimes he calls me, Bob, I need some advice. But, you know, I come from the time, as I said, where you were opening your notepad to start building a website. And he comes from the time where everything you possibly need is in your phone, Um, so he really helped me grow my social media, for example, and to Mm -hmm. show me how that world is possible. And also with all the systems and structures that he's building, I can learn a lot from that. So he made uh, a course on um, digital marketing, which is selling like crazy basically. Um, so he's one of the guys, another guy that I've um, really helped is Julius visuals of Julius. Yeah. I Um, am looking at Instagram and, uh, clicks for his two profiles. His, His stuff's sick, man it's crazy. Um, He's a photographer, but really an an editor, right? So it's Photoshop that he does and teaches people. Um, Yeah, he also has a course. That's why we sort of started this topic. So he has a course on video editing, all those things. And yeah, he's probably making six figures a month as well off the course. So, you know, yes, courses can be great. You can make a lot of money, you can actually help people, but it's just not the one thing that I enjoy doing. And I think like you, I just really want to stick to the things these days at least that I really, really enjoy doing. Okay. Don't say like me because I
0: haven't, uh, I haven't got it sussed out yet. <laughs> I'm still, yeah, I'm still doing what, loads. doing what you enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But you, you know, like I still, I still feel like I'm, I'm trying loads of different things at the minute and just doing loads of different stuff and investing my time and money and different things. It's not like, like, I think a lot of people think that like, I've got it like narrowed down, but it's like, nah, not particularly. I, and for me it's ever changing as well. I don't know what you think as yeah. someone with more business life experience than myself, but.
1: Well, I mean, I do always think that the why that I spoke about is something that evolves as you go along and you you learn. So you start finding new things you want to do. I mean, I did software and web development for over 10 years, just just that before actually transitioning into, hey, I want to do some coaching. And now I'm actually looking um, at some other things that I really, really enjoy doing. That doesn't mean I'm going to quit my software business, but I've just transitioned that into, you know, they don't really need me as much anymore so I can just go away I can do my own things and then that will bring the money that I need to fund the products that I really want to be doing and hopefully you know that makes money in the future as well so so what are the main the main things that you
0: are involved in now or, or your kind of your your businesses your your clicks or the, the things that you have your you're involved in
1: um yeah so so the main business is software development where we build software for clients um but what I really noticed there I said is it's just it's, it's also a pain in the ass, to be honest, because a lot of those clients are just really annoying. Um, <laughs> of course, if you're watching as a client, you're a great client, you No, know? but um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if, if they come across this, no, it's just, but you're always building something for someone else. And, yeah. um, so about two years ago, I started a new business, which is making SaaS, which is um, software as a service products. So where we build our own software and we say, Hey, we have a software solution for you. You pay 10, 20, 30 bucks a month. Um, and it's like a subscription fee. Mm-hmm. So we, so there we are starting to transition from a done for you service where we build things for you to, Hey, we've got this great product, which you need, you know, get a subscription. Um, then I recently quit a business, which was selling animal statues. Okay. Um, yeah. That's kind of weird. Yeah. How so, did you, how did you start that one? <laughs> uh, a guy I know from the city I live in, um, is he it like, like is big- it like
0: ivory? He was a hunter in Africa shooting <laughs> elephants, <laughs> getting the tusks.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, no, no, This guy I know, he's actually, he has actually a, uh, he has an insurance company. Okay. Um, so nothing to do with statues as well, but one of his clients makes like arty animal statues, like painted and kind of goofy. Um, and the insurance guy said, Hey, you know what? I can help you sell those statues. Um, so the guy said, okay, cool. You can sort of be like a sub-seller or whatever. So you start your business. Then the insurance guy called me, like, Bob, you know something about social media. Do you have some tips for me? Because I got myself into this weird statue business. And I, kind of as a joke, I said, well, how about we just start the business together? And without, after like two seconds, he said, yeah, sure. So then we started a business selling animal statues. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, basically, I've, I've I go one. I, I kind of want to see one. Um, wait, can you? Yeah, we we'll give, you... give me a
0: second. Oh, I'll go grab it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow.
1: I got my dog here.
0: Oh, that's cool. I was thinking like a, a tiny statue. That's, that's awesome,
1: though. Yeah. I like that. Oh, no, they're actually pretty big. Um, yeah. And oh, there were life size rhinos as well. Wow. And yeah, it's crazy. The, the issue is. So I was starting my SaaS business at the same time, um, building my other business. The other guy has a big insurance business. So mm-hmm. what we ended up doing was twice a month, we'd meet up in a restaurant, have dinner, drink wine, and then say, oh, next time we really have to talk about the business. Yeah. So two years later, we sold like five statues and we said, hey, this is just stupid. Let's just meet up every now and then to, to have dinner and then, you know, call a day with the business. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's that. Then I had my coaching business and now I'm actually, I'm like you um i will probably be starting a podcast oh awesome Um, yeah it will be in march something with a guy called stan brownie i'm not sure if you've seen him um no i'm actually i'm 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 terrible on social
0: media because like i i i try not to spend i don't spend a lot of time
1: on it so i don't know a lot of people i'm like (laughs) yeah. Um, yeah he's a cool guy he is um more of a calisthenics athlete okay um he just hit a million subscribers on YouTube the other day. So it's, it's pretty big, super cool guy. Um, yeah, we're starting a podcast together because, you know, he knows a lot about growing social media, growing YouTube, um, about sports as well. Um, but then also his audience is more and more asking, probably a bit like your uh, audience, like how can I monetize my audience or how can I, you know, work on my mindset, which is something that I've been you know talking and speaking about a lot so mm-hmm. yeah he actually just bought a studio um which he's renovating right now building an indoor calisthenics park in his studio as well which is completely sick um yeah and then we should be starting a podcast but we're going to set it up as a business so we've really thought about how can we sort of monetize that as well how can we make money off the podcast um so what you what I take i take it advertisers is that your main uh, no, we don't even want to have advertising. So what we're going to do is we're going to film a monthly podcast or twice a month. We, have, You know, that that just depends. Um, but then we'll say at the end, hey, you know, this was an hour long, but there's 20 more minutes where we talk about this and these topics. Um, but it's only for people who are in the $5 a month Patreon group. Oh,
0: I see. Great idea. Great idea.
1: Yeah. And then if you're in a Patreon group, you can also pay $10 a month and then you can actually bring in topics that we have to speak about during the podcast and if you're in that group you can also go to a we haven't decided on a price yet where you join a facebook group with us where mm-hmm. we go live for a QA every single month which is probably going to be like 40 50 bucks um, oh, yeah i like that yeah and the way that we see that is you know hey the big audience the real podcast will be free for ev- everyone you know that's fine but he has a million subs i'm trying to grow more youtube which is a pain in the ass by the way if you've ever tried to grow youtube you probably know um <laughs> so yeah, yeah i need my audience and then we got all these people coming and then you know it's like a funnel right so a few of them will join the five dollar group then a few of those will join the ten dollar group and a few of those like the 40 50 dollar group mm-hmm. um yeah that's that's the plan for next year did i th- Sa- Do you
0: know sam harris, sam,
1: uh, harris
0: I know. sam harris is a neuroscientist but he does a lot of stuff in spirituality he's wrote a, a author as well wrote a book called waking up um okay. he does a does a podcast and he's done literally this the same thing in terms of business model, like you get to the end and then he's like, ah, oh, if, if you want to hear the last 20 minutes, so I think it's a good, a good idea. It's
1: tried and proven obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we really, cause there's more people doing this. I, I know. Um, but we really want the, um, the whole podcast to be free on YouTube as mm-hmm. really. So it's not like we stop in the middle of sentence. Oh, the rest is on, um, <laughs> you know, in the Patreon group. Yeah. People who do this, um, will have, you know, full value for free for anyone to, to watch or to listen to. But then, you know, if you want to have extras, that's when the patron comes into, or whether it's going to be Patreon or another platform, we don't really know, but yeah.
0: What, what made you get into, uh, why did you want to give, like, what, what gave you the idea or gave you like the desire to give uh, advice and help people like Iman and what was the other guy's name? Um Julius. Julius. Yeah. Yeah. what, yeah. What,
1: what, like, why did you do that? And what, what was your thought process um, behind it? Well, actually, with Eman was pretty random. Um, I went to London for a business meeting with a potential client. Mm-hmm. I was just starting my uh, my Instagram, sort of trying to grow it. Um, and believe it or not, I started as sort of a fitness account as well. Yeah, um, back in the day. Um, and I just thought I needed videographer in London, so I found Eman, who was offering two days of shooting videos and photos for two hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, in comparison, I think now if you want to hire him for a day, you pay 10 or 15K. Just, you know, he he, he changed his price a bit. Yeah, a little bit. A a little bit. Um, And then during that weekend, he started asking me a lot of questions about business, about, hey, can you help me with this? And um, we stayed in touch. And before I knew it, he was calling me like five times a day with questions, with other things. Um, And that sort of is something that went in a natural way. We went from, hey, I'm hiring you to, I'm mentoring you to like, even though there's a big age difference, like really, really close friends. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just something that evolved. And I thought, hey, I really enjoy this. And I really enjoy seeing that he's actually made you know, steps. Um, so that, that's the main thing. And then I transitioned my social media from fitness, like, hey, look at me, to I, I can actually help you. Um, so I think that's one thing. But looking back, I've always been, also with football, I've always coached teams because I really enjoy coaching and those things. So I think it's something that I naturally enjoy doing. Yeah. If it feels, if I've realized
0: it feels, it's good to give, isn't it? It feels good to give and makes you, it gives you a, well, it gives me a, a sense of purpose or fulfillment. If I know that I'm helping someone, especially people directly, like, like you yeah. said, it's face to face. It's great. If you're working yeah. with someone, you can see progression and see growth and see like how they're coming along. It, it's almost, it seems selfless, but it's almost selfish as well because you yeah. like helping them. So that's cool. Exactly. I like that
1: um okay. that's why I tried to make you help me if you uh, like a year ago but I uh, <laughs> don't that's just the What <laughs> uh, well, where I um basically we're talk, we're talking about
0: coaching I just completely flaked and uh I think I had no I think it was I got I got too over what I had too much too much stuff on I was trying to do a million things at once like I've just yeah. started to start to pull back so I do apologize on that we almost started <laughs> him, <coaching. laughs> and then I was like uh and then which communication failed and I was like yeah this isn't going to happen just yeah. I was I was trying to start um like recently or in the last in the last like six or eight months or so, I've kind of realized like I, I seem to be doing more and more and more and more and more things, like trying to start more businesses, like hmm. more more and more time, which kind of resulted in me getting more and more stressed. And then it came to a point where I was, uh, I had everything was going great, I had loads of momentum. I had um someone editing all my YouTube videos for me, and then my editor left. And it took me yep. so long to find. And then I had to do all the videos again. And suddenly, like, everything came fucking crumbling down, man. Because I, I had such a such a great workload and I couldn't get anything done. I think it was, it was around, pretty around that time when uh, I was, like, trying to take on more things. I was like, no.
1: So I've realized that you've got to, got to pick and choose. Yep. You can't have it all. No, and it's actually funny that you say that because I think most business owners go through that phase where if you really enjoy starting a business or growing something, then there's opportunities everywhere. And you start, you you keep seeing like, oh, I could do this and I could start this business and I could do this. Um, And the the issue is if you start growing four businesses at the same time, they will all be shit, right? And at some point you realize, okay, if I really want to be successful, if I really want to make something out of this, I need to focus on one thing. Um, and again, I said earlier, think about the you know the biggest businesses um, out there. And Normally, except for Elon Musk, because he's I don't know, he's a beast. Um, normally, they're super good at one thing. My most super successful business, people are really, really good at one thing, and that's what they do, and that's what they grow. They focus, and maybe when you have something set up and it's running, you can go to the next project. So, when, when would you say when would you say it's
0: a good time then to start something else? Once it's self sufficient, and once you have like a, a team that can do it for you,
1: or yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. And actually, probably the best thing is just to stick with one thing. That's, I mean, pure from a financial point of view, just getting the best out there in one thing means you can start charging much higher prices, people will start coming to you. Um, because keep in mind, if you, if you don't have a, like you have a personal brand, so people start knowing you, people reach out to you. But if you don't have a brand at all, and you're starting, um, let's say, as a, as a web, web design agency, Mm -hmm. The only way to get clients is by reaching out, calling people, calling people, emailing people. um, And that takes a lot of time. But if I become really, really good at this and people start knowing my name, rather than me reaching out, they actually come to me and ask, Hey, you know, we have this job. Um, And in order to go to that point, you really need to focus on one thing for a long period of time. So purely from a financial standpoint, like really growing your business, that's the one thing you have to do. The issue is for me, once a business is up and running and I have a team I start thinking it's kind of boring because you know it's running yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. that's a problem so what what I've thought to myself but that's of course being in a lucky situation where I have some cash flow and all those things is ideally what I want to do is you know find cool startups say hey I'll invest in your business I want to have 20-30% of the business for two three years really work hard on the business with them growing it and then selling the shares and move on to the next project where I'm, where you have that first stage with the growth stage, which is really cool. Also sometimes stressful. Um, and then once it's like up and running, you have your exit and you can go to the next project. So that's sort of what I thought that's better than keep starting my own businesses over and over and over again. And it's kind of while you're specializing
0: in, you are sticking to what you know best, which is making, making business better and uh, mentoring yeah. and coaching people technically
1: exactly yeah so it's something i enjoy doing and hopefully it makes some good money and then again you start by doing something you enjoy and then as a result hopefully
0: make money Mm.
1: i've been i've been in a uh like obviously you said about personal brand you touched on it but
0: I'm I've been an incredibly you can call it fortunate obviously I've 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 worked hard to get to the point where I am at but by having a by having a personal brand it's much so much easier to start something like you are saying about having to cold call and uh email people and I haven't I haven't done that in so long man like back in the day I used to I used to do biography work um when I was like 14 15 years old I used to make videos and do and do other things as well just to try and make money but like since I started started youtube and instagram taking it seriously like i have people come to me or you can just do a post to get the the business out there rather than having to actually pursue people so yeah. fortunate in that sense
1: oh yeah no but that's definitely i actually um uh, i actually released you know just just plugging myself a yeah, youtube video this yesterday yeah. um yeah. where i say i what's sort the, of what's the, what's the name go, of the channel but uh, it's my name book von Buhl. cool I'll it's hard it to write i'm sure it's somewhere here um the show does um, cool <laughs> um so the, the funny thing is i thought you know what i'll make a clickbait kind of video like how to make a hundred bucks a day because that's you find hundreds and hundreds of videos out there and people say the dumbest things in there like oh yeah if you want to make a hundred dollars a day look in your house where you can sell <laughs> like okay i can probably make hundred bucks a day for a few days. And at some point my house is empty, you know, that's not a way to make hundred bucks a day. Or yeah. they say grow a big Instagram page and sell it. I mean, growing an Instagram page, especially these days is really, really shit. So mm-hmm. what I say there is what you should be doing, in my opinion, is first learn a, um, a skill, right? A proper, proper skill, um, a high value skill, basically. So what other people don't want to do or can't do, right? So a high income skill. Um, and once you've mastered something and you started you know, performing that skill for some people, that's when you're going to start building a brand to go from, you know, hey, what we just discussed, calling people, I can edit your videos for you, to, wow, this guy makes super great videos. I'm going to ask him if he can edit my videos. Um, so learn a high income skill, build a brand around it. And then if you want, as a third, you know, step could be building you know uh, an info product around it whether it's a course or start doing coaching you can start teaching that skill to other people um, and I think that's the real real way to start making more and more money because we just saw said Iman at the start he went from 200 pounds for two days to 10k for a single day um, mm-hmm. because he's becoming so much better at what he's doing so he can start charging higher prices so I think that's the only really way to become sort of successful and to you know, to really narrow it down. Um, yeah, I think that's that's what you have to do. So you've built your brand. You, Even though you might be switching around like the things that you're doing, maybe a thousand things at the same time, there's certain things that you spend a lot of time learning to do, whether it's, you know, fitness related or something something else. Um, you've built a brand around it. So, you know, the next step could be for you, hey, now I want to get more passive income and you know, have that ebook course, coaching whatever um even though coaching isn't passive yeah but well so so building a building a funnel is what we were talking about yeah that's what you want to have like the last step sort of you could build a funnel but i mean more like first get that high income skill, super important then build a brand because we're talking about Uh, brand building yeah. yeah um i think that's that those are the two steps that you have to be doing Well, you don't have to build a brand if you enjoy calling 500 people a day trying to get new clients then by all means, or you can hire a sales guy, right? It, it yeah. doesn't. It's just so much, so much. Life gets so much easier if you have a brand.
0: I think the the hardest point is definitely is definitely starting, and then it's. But people get discouraged or put off because like they they start something they they can't get any clients for whatever it is, or they see no like instantaneous rewards or results. They they do yeah. a couple of posts, they make a couple of calls, they get discouraged, and then it goes nowhere. But it's like a they fail to realize that once you. Once you get past that initial hump, it's it's gonna get a whole lot easier to acquire a client. Sure, you're gonna have hiccups and problems along the way, but yep. but yeah, it's just what I wish more people would know, including people that in my life, you know, it's like you just need to be
1: consistent
0: and persistent.
1: Yeah, and, and you know the main reason why that's such a problem is because of all the social media. At least that's what I think. So mm-hmm. especially if you are following people in the business niche on social media it seems like they started yesterday and now they're making six figures because that's the life they're portraying. That's all a close to another client. Um, and people start comparing themselves to them. I had a call with a guy It's about a year ago now. Um, he said, Hey, can I, can we have a call? I'm super discouraged. I'm like getting depressed. Uh, I only have one client and I started my business two months ago and he had a client paying him 1.5 K a month, 18, 19 years old. I'm like, dude, you're making 1.5K a month. You're 18, 19 years That's old. You've good, been busy yeah. for two months. Yeah, but everyone is making six figures every two months. No, no one's making six figures every two months. It's just the bullshit that people put on social media. Um, and then people start, especially young young kids, start comparing themselves to that. And then I can't make that why can't? and that demotivates, and then they stop. Um, mm. And I think Sam Ovens, um, you may know him. I do know him, uh, yeah. he's, yeah, yes, consulting.com. What he says is really cool. He says the grass isn't greener on the other side because we often feel like, you know, oh, um, it's not working for me because I'm in a fitness brands, uh, fitness branch. I will go to a different, you know, that that's why I'm not successful. I have to start a different business. So yeah. the grass isn't greener on the other side. The grass is greener where you water it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, where you just spend your time, build a brand, become good at something. And that's where the grass is greener rather than keep stopping and starting something new. On the subject of social media, then I saw you. I saw a post that you
0: did the other day. You took how long did you take for social media? Three months, six months? Oh uh, yeah, over like six, seven months. I didn't post anything. And I've honestly. also saw yeah, i also saw you doing uh, doing uh, stories about your screen time as well, <laughs> being like absolutely nothing. So what was your what was your thinking behind the like why why like why basically? is what
1: I'm asking. Um, I think social media is something that what's the best way to say it It can be super good it can be super cool to have um it can be super beneficial for a business mm-hmm. but it can also be super demotivating where you just keep spending time comparing yourself to others and for me personally i posted sort of a, a tip in my story every single day for three four years so every single day i'd grab my phone say hey today i want to talk about how to get more clients or about mindset or whatever um and it, it became a burden like i felt oh shit I have to post it again. I have to react to people again. I have to do this. Um, And when I stopped, it became so relaxing. And like the first few weeks, I kept grabbing my phone and thinking, oh shit, I have to do something. But after like two, three weeks, it was just super chill. Um, I could actually focus on the things that I found important. Keep in mind, most people spend four or five hours a day on their phones. If you bring Mm -hmm. that down to let's say an hour, you have four hours a day where you can do things. So, you know, I became healthier because I went, you know, doing more sports again. Um, My business grew because I was actually spending time on focusing on the business rather than on my phone. Um, And just general mental health, I wasn't comparing myself to people. It was amazing. So I think they also say you either run social media or social media runs you. And the last thing is what happens quite often, you know, that people are completely driven by what they see on social media and they just keep looking at it, Um, especially TikTok these days. I've had students who have pretty successful businesses who spend six hours a day on TikTok, consuming content. Like, yeah. and then they complain that they don't have enough time for the business. Yeah. So, yeah, I wonder why. Um, yes, it's a. Uh, I, I kind of feel very
0: similar to it. Like, not in. This, I don't know. Maybe indirectly, it makes me unhappy. But I've never. I haven't. I haven't so much felt the, felt the effects of like a comparison to others or in, I haven't felt in the forefront of my head. Like I know the majority of people do, maybe just a weirdo, or maybe I don't realize it, but um, I completely agree with reducing social media time, man, because people, uh, people forget that these companies invest billions of dollars into, into creating a, a dopamine response, you know, like it's, it's just yeah. all about your, but what's the, there's a Netflix documentary on it. I haven't watched it yet. Um, what,
1: uh yeah what's the name the
0: so- social influence or something
1: yeah yeah it's a bit different i think name i'm sure you can put it in the show notes yeah I yeah think. i can't i can't remember social but experiment experiment social experiment maybe something like that
0: yeah but oh. i think i'm gonna have to watch it actually but but yeah it's just, it's crazy how many people just like Spend so much time in their phones, like away, away from the present moment, and like you said, you don't even realize that you're doing it. And the best thing that the I'd, I'd love to do what you've done actually. Like I've quite recently, I've thought about um, deleting my social medias and just like doing something else. But then it's like years of work that, that I've gone into it. Like obviously, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm like, uh, as, it's like as petty as it sounds, like I'm, I'm verified on Instagram, I got a good following, I got people that like, yeah. like like my content and that I really, really help and benefit their lives. So it's almost selfish too, but at the same time, it's like, I feel like, uh, as as I'm sure you have as well, like I just wanted to delete it all, man. And I did delete Twitter and that's probably one of the best things that I did in terms of freeing up
1: more time. So, yeah. Well, so, I mean, there's a few things there, what you said, why I like to speak about. First of all, the dopamine. Mm. Um, I read a super interesting study that a lot of people these days feel like they're procrastinating a lot, right? They should be starting something or they should be getting out of bed or they should be starting a business, should be doing more things. Um, and that seems to be more and more of an issue. Now, there was a psychologist who said, well, the way dopamine used to work, it used to reward you for the efforts that you've taken, right? Yeah. So you'd have to, if we go back, you know, to, to the prehistoric time, you would have to get up, hunt, and get meat. And that was your dopamine release. Like, hey, we, we caught an animal or we found food or we did something. It was the reward. Yeah. And that gets you moving. Um, nowadays, I'll grab my phone and I'll get my dopamine. So there's no reason for me to get out of bed. There's no reason for me, at least like for, for the chemicals in my brain, there's no reason for me to start the business or to do the things that I should be doing because I'm getting the dopamine release anyways. Mm-hmm. So if you really feel like you're struggling with um, procrastination, And getting rid of that whole layer of instant gratification of dopamine, so getting rid of social media, um, you know, that may really help. And even a more recent uh, example, he said, if you wanted to watch a cool movie, you'd call up some friends, you'd go to the cinema and you'd watch a movie with them. So it's a reward of meeting up with friends, doing some research. Socializing. Yeah. Yeah. And now you just lay in bed, you open Netflix, you click on a button and you have your dopamine release. So... I think that's super interesting. So that's one of the main benefits of deleting social media. Um, One of the other things that you said is you thought about, but you have a following, so why should you delete it? The reason I also deleted it and why I'm back now is because for a while I wanted to focus on a new business. I didn't want to do any coaching. So it was okay if I wouldn't get any new coaching students because I didn't post or didn't have social media. Now I know that I'm super looking forward to the podcast. I think it's going to be you know, whether or not we make money, it's going to be super cool to do. So, okay, I'll need to reactivate my following, grow my following again. So it's fine. So now I enjoy doing it again because there's a reason behind posting. There's a reason behind doing it. Um, And as lastly, I enjoy transitioning to a podcast and YouTube because those two are more like I can post and that's it, right? That's sort of, and you you might reply to some comments uh, on YouTube, but that's it. If I post on Instagram, I'll get 100 DMs, I'll get super, you know, a lot of messages, people, you might be looking at how many likes am I getting. Um, and it's, it, it just never ends on Instagram. So I think that's why YouTube and podcast are sort of, a, a, at least to me, a, a better channel. Yeah, I, I much prefer. I've always preferred YouTube over Instagram, like a hundred percent. And
0: and yeah. I never thought of it like that in terms of how much of your time it takes up. But Instagram's definitely more of a more of like a dopamine trap, isn't it? Yeah. Um, compared to YouTube, but yeah. Yeah, especially so, if you just start YouTube because there's no dopamine, man. If you just start YouTube and you see twenty <laughs> views,
1: nah, <now, I'm laughs> literally, no you're no just
0: people. doing it in the hope that like you get that a one extra view or one extra like. So like I remember those days, but, but yeah, what are
1: YouTube following?
0: Uh nope. I think it's hundred and fifteen thousand subscribers. So it's it's all right. It's it's growing, but it's like it's grown quicker in the past. Um at the minute of YouTube I've kind of been a bit of a gray area of it. So I had about probably like a six to eight month gap uh around 2020 around that winter time where i just kind of stopped posting um didn't really like lost a sense of direction i I just feel like at the minute i'm just trying to gain a bit more of a sense of direction in terms of where i want to go with content and and like it isn't all like now i'm kind of at a stage where it isn't about oh how many how many views can i get from get from this it's more about creating content that's gonna matter to people because although for example let's say I was getting. Let's say this time last year, because I would do a lot of content at festivals, uh, make a lot of partying content, which I love to make. It's my favorite. Uh, But around this time last year, I would be getting more views based on the I I was more into the content, and the content was more like visually captivating. It it attracted a wide variety of audience. But although I'm on the loss in terms of views because of the coronavirus and the type of content I'd be making, I've been the the valuable pieces that I have been making in the podcast, like this, for example. The the messages that I get, like the meaningful messages about the content, saying, "Oh." You've really helped me. Like, thank you so much. I like up tenfold, man. So it's like kind yeah. of it's it's uh it's impact over more impact than influence at the minute. If that makes sense, yeah. rather yeah, than yeah. or impact over reach. But but yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. loving it, and it's just uh something that I'll always have because I'm I'm always gonna be. or Wow, well, who knows? I might yeah. delete it tomorrow. <laughs> but I'm praying. <creative. laughs>
1: yeah. But the, the the issue though is because that's what I was struggling with. So I went a bit more from really really pure hundred percent value videos, which were. I think really helping the 200 people who are watching my videos to a bit more like what's going to increase my reach, because Mm. in order to help more people, you first need a bigger reach, but then you don't want to lose sense of the value. So it's, it's sort of, um, it's something I'm struggling with right now, trying to find the right mix between as much value as possible, but also broadening my audience and actually getting more views so you can actually, at the end of the day, help more people. But obviously, obviously, the more the more
0: views you're getting, the the more people you're going to be able to impact. It's the same with yeah. like I kind of realized it a bit a bit late about well, like quite late in my life about money. For example, I always felt guilty about making money or charging for my services. But then, yeah. um, like, like the more I've read, the more I've educated myself. It's like the more money that you make, the the more you could impact the people that you care about, and the more you can improve the lives of others. So, in a sense, it's just the way that you frame it, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree, hundred um, percent. But yeah, so social media—it's a blessing and a curse, I think. Well, I think that's yeah. pretty decent. Is there anything else you want to anything else you want to mention? Go over. No, I think we've we've been over most things.
0: Don't um, don't you plug your socials and plug the plug the podcast and the other bits so people can find you and get in touch with you.
1: Yeah, of course. So um, I think the main main place to get in touch with me would be on my Instagram. Um, it's always my name so at Bob van Buu um, how do you spell I, I realize, how do you spell your second name V-A so it's V-A-N yeah. which is like the, 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 the middle word and then B-U-U-L oh W okay yeah so yeah I, I was actually speaking to that Stan guy he's helping me a bit with my YouTube right now like he said the annoying thing with your name is that people just cannot spell what if they're not from Holland because mm. um, or well, even Dutch people struggle with spelling my last name so maybe I should transition to uh I don't know Bob but of course you can't have Bob on YouTube
0: you can have like you can have like Bob Van or something that sounds pretty cool yeah exactly or, or you can have I some have... like a porn star alias name like uh Johnny
1: <laughs> Sins or Bob <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> think about that but um yeah no so YouTube and uh and Instagram would be uh would be the main things and uh I do genuinely try to provide as much value as possible